Welcome to Zichud Avsi Manmeh Mabre Avram Goldhar and Tirim Azeches Nadarim Daf Samachhe, the ninth parak, Rabbi Eliezer. So the three types are going to focus on number one. It was taught in a brisa. Hamudra Hanam Mechaberu Ein Matirnu El Befanav. One who's mudra Hanam from his friend, we only release him from it in front of the other person. The Ron explains that this is either to shame him, to discourage him from annoying the neder made for his friend's benefit, or so the subject of the neder does not incorrectly suspect the vower from violating his neder when he sees him benefiting from him. The source for this halacha is from a Baruch telling Moshe Rabbeinu to go to Midian to annul the oath he had made not to leave. In the process of demonstrating that Moshe Rabbeinu had made an oath, the Gemara presents the story of Sitkiel's oath to Nebuchadnezzar. Sitkiel once discovered Nebuchadnezzar eating a live hare, and Nebuchadnezzar demanded Sitkiel swear not to publicize the matter. Sitkiel subsequently suffered greatly from his inability to publicize it, and he sought and received the heter from Sanhedrin, and the run discusses the rationale for the heter. After Sitkiel publicized the matter and Nebuchadnezzar was disgraced for it, he summoned Sitkiel and the Sanhedrin and confronted them for permitting the oath which they conceded was required to be done in Nebuchadnezzar's presence. He commanded that they sit on the ground in dishonor. Pointing to the next mission states, Ramirez says, There are events that are like Noad but are not considered Noad, and the netter is automatically void. The Chami disagree. An example of this, Amr Konim Sha'ani No says, Pony Ra. One said, Konum my marrying ponies because her father is wicked. Amrulo meis osha And they told him that he died or that he repented. Remer considers the netter void automatically. The Gemara asks why the father's dying is not standard noad. Ravun explained, Nasi katola nidro bedavra. It's considered that he made the netter dependent on this fact. The run explains that since he intimated that his reason for vowing was the father's wickedness, it's as if he limited the netter for the duration of the father's wickedness, and it ends when he dies or does teshuva. Rabbi Yochanan said, The Mishnah means that they told him the father had already died or repented before his netter was ever made, and it is void as a netter made under a mistaken premise. And pointing through the Mishnah states, One can open a netter for a person based on his having to pay his wife's ksuba. This is illustrated by an incident in which a man vowed against benefiting from his wife, requiring him to divorce her. Rabbi Akiva required him to pay her ksuba of 400 dinarim, whereupon the man said he only had 400 dinarim, so would it not be sufficient if they split them evenly? Rabbi Akiva declared, Even if you have to sell the hair on your head, you must pay her ksuba. The man responded that had he known this, he would never have made the nether, and Rabbi Akiva annulled it. The Gemara wonders if our mission assumes that metaltine, movable items such as dinarim, are obligated to the debt of a ksuba, which is the subject of a malchokas anayim. It answers that the story may be where he had property valued at 400 dinarim. But the Gemara objects further that Rabbi Kiva told him he'd have to sell his own hair to pay a ksuba, and hair is a movable item, and the Rosh explains this to refer to hair ready to be cut. It clarifies that Rabbi Kiva meant that even if he would have to sell his hair to buy food to eat, he would still be obligated to pay a ksuba. So once again, the three points are number one is taught in a brisa. One who is from his friend, we only release him from it in front of the other person. The run explains that this is either to shame him, to discourage him from annoying the netter made for his friend's benefit, or so the subject of the netter does not incorrectly suspect the vower from violating his netter when he sees him benefiting from him. The source for this halacha is from a Baruch telling Moshe Rabbeinu to go to Midian to annul the oath he had made not to leave. In the process of demonstrating that Moshe Rabbeinu had made an oath, the Gemara presents the story of Sitkiel's oath to Nebuchadnezzar. Sitkiel once discovered Nebuchadnezzar eating a live hare, and Nebuchadnezzar demanded Sitkiel swear not to publicize the matter. Sitkiel subsequently suffered greatly from his inability to publicize it, and he sought and received the heter from Sanhedrin, and the run discusses the rationale for the heter.
After Sitkiel publicized the matter and Nebuchadnezzar was disgraced for it, he summoned Sitkiel and the Sanhedrin and confronted them for permitting the oath which they conceded was required to be done in Nebuchadnezzar's presence. He commanded that they sit on the ground in dishonor. Pointing to the next mission states, Ramirez says, There are events that are like Noad but are not considered Noad, and the netter is automatically void. The Chami disagree. An example of this, Amr Konim Sha'ani No says, Pony Ra. One said, Konim my marrying ponies because her father is wicked. Amr Lo Meis Osha And they told him that he died or that he repented. Ramir considers the netter void automatically. The Gemara asks why the father's dying is not standard Noad. Rapun explained, Nasi Katola Nidra Badavra. It's considered that he made the netter dependent on this fact. The run explains that since he intimated that his reason for vowing was the father's wickedness, it's as if he limited the netter for the duration of the father's wickedness, and it ends when he dies or does teshuva. Rabbi Yochanan said, The mission means that they told him that the father had already died or repented before his netter was ever made, and it is void as a netter made under a mistaken premise. And pointing with you, the Mishnah states, One can open a netter for a person based on his having to pay his wife's ksuba. This is illustrated by an incident in which a man vowed against benefiting from his wife, requiring him to divorce her. Rabbi Akiva required him to pay her ksuba of 400 dinarim, whereupon the man said he only had 400 dinarim. So would it not be sufficient if they split them evenly? Rabbi Akiva declared, Even if you have to sell the hair on your head, you must pay her ksuba. The man responded that had he known this, he would never have made the nether, and Rabbi Akiva annulled it. The Gemara wonders if our mission assumes that metaltain, movable items such as dinarim, are obligated to the debt of a ksuba, which is the subject of a malchokas anayim. It answers that the story may be where he had property valued at 400 dinarim. But the Gemara objects further that Rabbi Kiva told him he'd have to sell his own hair to pay ksuba, and hair is a movable item, and the Rosh explains this to refer to hair ready to be cut. It clarifies that Rabbi Kiva meant that even if he would have to sell his hair to buy food to eat, he would still be obligated to pay ksuba. All right, so now we go to our Simadav Samachay, and this one was suggested to us by Hanan Davis. He suggests that Samachay is a set, a sheep, and we often use a shepherd in the seven. So here goes. The shepherd who was disgusted when he saw a king out in the field eat alive hair took a netter not to marry the wicked king's daughter, but then found out that the king had already choked and died, and then had his netter from benefiting from her annulled when he realized how much it would cost to pay a kazuba. Once again, it's emotion. The shepherd, shepherd, that must be more enough. Samachay. The shepherd was disgusted when he saw a king out in the field eat alive hair, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa. One who is mudr hanav from his friend, we only release him from it in front of the other person. The run explains that this is either to shame him, to discourage him from annoying the netter made for his friend's benefit, or so the subject in the netter does not incorrectly suspect the vower from violating his netter when he sees him benefiting from him. The source for this halach is from a Kodesh Baruch telling Moshe Benu to go to Minyan to annul the oath he had made not to leave. In the process of demonstrating that Moshe had made an oath, the Gemara presents the story of Sitkiyahu's oath to Nebuchadnezzar when Sitkiyahu once discovered Nebuchadnezzar eating a live hare. So the shepherd was disgusted when he saw a king out in the field eat a live hare, took a netter not to marry the wicked king's daughter, but then found out that the king had already choked and died. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Remer says, Yesh Dvarim Shehen Knoad Ve'en Knoad. There are events that are like Noad but are not considered Noad, and the netter is automatically void. The Chum disagree. An example of this is, Amar Konim Sha'ani No says, Ponis Sha'via Ra. One said, Konim my marrying ponies because her father is wicked. And they told him that he died or had done tshuva, and Remer considers the netter void automatically. 
So the shepherd who was disgusted when he saw a king out in the field eat a live hare, took a netter not to marry the wicked king's daughter, but then found out that the king had already choked and died, and then had his netter from benefiting from her annulled when he realized how much it would cost to pay her ksuba, which reminds us the Mishnah saints posting the Adam Ksuba's Ishto. We can open a netter for a person based on his having to pay his wife's ksuba. This is illustrated by an incident in which a man vowed against benefiting from his wife, requiring him to divorce her. When Rabbi Kiva required him to pay her ksuba of 400 dinarim, the man said had he known this, he would never have made the netter, and Rabbi Kiva annulled it. So once again, the shepherd who was disgusted when he saw a king out in the field eat a live hare, took a netter not to marry the wicked king's daughter, but then found out that the king had already choked and died, and then had his netter from benefiting from her annulled when he realized how much it would cost to pay her ksuba. All right, so now it's time for Fordlap Bach Hazara. Daf Samachalov. So the Zimmer Daf Samachalov is a saw, and we use a magician sawing someone in half. So here goes. The magician, magician, that must mean we're Daf Samachalov, sawing a person in half. The magician who made the wine that was conan from his tasting for a yova cycle disappeared, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Amr Yain Shani Tom Yovo Mai. If one said, wine is conan from my tasting for a yova cycle, what is the lacha? Whether the yova year is the final year of the completed yova cycle, and thus included in his netter, or the first year of the next cycle and not included in his netter. This is based on the Malchot, because if the 50th year is only counted as the 50th year, but does not additionally function as the first year of the next cycle, or does function as the first year of the next cycle. So the magician who made the wine that was coming from his tasting for a Yovo cycle disappear, was surprised when he said he would saw the eldest daughter of a man with four daughters from two wives in half. And three of the daughters came up on stage, which reminds us the Mishan Daf Samach Amarav taught that one who makes a nether, Ad Pnei HaPesach, until before Pesach, Rumer says he's forbidden until the beginning of Pesach, and Rabbi Yossi holds he's forbidden until the end of Pesach. The Gemara understands that Rumer holds a person does not place himself in an uncertain position, meaning that when using an ambiguous phrase such as until before Pesach, which can be understood as the beginning or end, he only included what is clearly included in the term. And Rabbi Yossi holds a person would include all possible meanings, even until the end of Pesach. The Gemara points out that they both contradicted positions in a mission and condition, where one who has two sets of daughters from two wives and declared that he married off his elder daughter to someone, but didn't clarify which elder daughter he meant, doesn't mean all three older daughters in relation to the youngest one, or only the oldest daughter. So the magician who made the wine that was coming from his tasting for a yovo cycle disappear, was surprised when he said he would saw the eldest daughter of a man with four daughters from two wives in half, and three of the daughters came up on stage, and got booked immediately for an upcoming Pesach retreat, since his netter not to perform magic again was only until Pesach which is as Mankabu, which reminds us the Gemara teaches the rule is Kosha's Mankabu Amr Ajiyagia, Asr Ajiyagia, any event whose duration is set, such as the seven days of Pesach, and he said until the event arrives, he's forbidden until it arrives. Amr Ajiyahay, Asr Ajiyayse. But if he said until it is, he is forbidden until it concludes. In any event whose duration is not set, such as the harvest, whether he said until it arrives or until it is, he's only forbidden until it arrives. Daf Samach Beis. So the Simon Daf Samach Beis is a submarine. So here goes. The learned submarine captain. Submarine captain. That must be learned Daf 
Samach Beis. The learned submarine captain who was suspected of stealing figs and cried out from a sack as he was being thrown overboard, woe is to the learned captain that this one is killing him, which reminds us, the Gemara records several incidents of Tanam utilizing the permit that after the trimming knives for harvesting figs are folded for storage, the figs are hefker and permitted to be taken and are also butted for miser. When Rabbi Tarfum did so, someone discovered him and put him in a sack and carried him to a river to throw him in. Rabbi Tarfum cried out, woe is Tarfum that this one is killing him. The man realized who he was and fled, and the moral relates that Rabbi Tarfum was pained by this incident for the rest of his life, saying, Woe is me, for I used the crown of Torah for my benefit. So, the learned submarine captain who was suspected of stealing figs and cried out from a sack as he was being thrown overboard, Woe is to the learned captain that this one is killing him, pledged to learn only out of love and not to be called. Rabbi Captain, which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce when the Torah states, To love Hashem your God, to listen to His voice and cleave to Him. It teaches that a person should not say, I will learn Torah, so they will call me a Chacham. I will learn Mishnah, so they'll call me a Rabbi. I'll learn Gemur, so I will be considered an elder. And sit in the yeshiva, el lamed ma'ava, the sofa kavod lavo. Rather, learn out of love, and the honor will eventually come. So, the learned submarine captain, who was suspected of stealing figs, and cried out from a sack as he was being thrown overboard, woe is to the learned captain, that this one is killing him, pledged to learn only out of love, and not to be called Rabbi Captain, and published a sefer called The Four Statements Allow for Tamil Kachami to claim privileges. Which reminds us, Rava made four statements allowing Talmud Chachamim to claim certain privileges. For example, it's permitted for man to inform others of his status as a Talmud Chachamim in a place where they do not know him. Daf Samach Gimel. So the similar Daf Samach Gimel is a segue. So here goes. The neighborhood kids were frustrated when their segue race, segue race. That must mean we're on Daf Samach Gimel. The neighborhood kids were frustrated when their Segway race got rained out on all three different dates of rainfall, which reminds the Gemara discusses one who vows other Goshamim until the rains and brings a three-way Malkoks about the three normal dates of rainfall. So the neighborhood kids were frustrated when their Segway race got rained out on all three different dates of rainfall, start to argue when the race was rescheduled for Adar, but couldn't agree which Adar, which reminds the Gemara discusses which Adar is referred to when one says Adar without specifying. So the neighborhood kids were frustrated when their subway race got rained out on all three different dates of rainfall, start to argue when the race was rescheduled for Adar, but couldn't agree which Adar, and told the kid with the garlic breath to take a netter from garlic and deliver to Shabbos, which meant he could have some. Shabbos night, which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi taught that one who vowed against garlic until it is Shabbos, even though a nether of Ach Shiyehe means until the end of Shabbos in this case, the garlic is only forbidden until the start of Shabbos when Ezra institute that men should eat garlic. Daf Samach Dalad. So the Simmer Daf Samach Dalad is a secret agent. So here goes. This secret agent, secret agent, that must mean we're Daf Samach Dalad. Sowed. The secret agent whose father was disgraced by him taking Nadarim lightly and was told that this was not a valid Pesach, which reminds us the ninth parak begins with a Malchuk's about two types of openings to a null nether. Rebbe said, We open for a person with the honor of his father and mother, meaning we ask him if he would have made a nether had he known people would disgrace his father because of his treating Nadarim lightly. The Chaim do not allow such an opening to be used. 
So this secret agent whose father was disgraced by him taking the dime lightly and was told that this was not a valid Pesach because it was similar to someone claiming a Pesach based on a Shem's honor and people stopped consulting Chachamim for a Hatzer which reminds us in the Mishnah Rabbi Tzadok stated that according to Billy Ezra if a father's honor can be used as a Pesach we should also be able to open a nether but Hamakum with the honor of Hashem because vowing is a dishonor to Hashem. The Rabban responded to him, Imken a nadarim. If so, there are no nadarim. The Gemara seeks to explain this phrase. Rava interpreted the phrase, Imken a nadarim nishan chacham. If so, nadarim will not be asked to a chacham for a heter. If dishonor to Hashem can be used as a pesach, people will use it themselves without consulting a chacham, which is invalid. So this secret agent whose father was disgraced by him taking the dime lightly and was told that this was not a valid Pesach because it was similar to someone claiming a Pesach based on Hashem's honor and people stopped consulting Chochamim for a heter was thrilled to hear that another agent who was out to kill him became poor and was like dead giving him a Pesach that was not Nolad, which reminds us, the Gemara asked for the source of Rebbe Yezus opinion to allow Pesach of Nolad, an unexpected development. Rav Chizka quotes the Pesach where Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to return to Mitzrayim despite his having made an oath to Yisro that he would not leave because the people seeking your life have died. Since their dying is an unexpected development, we see that Nolad is valid as a Pesach. The Rabban responded that in fact they did not die, for we find Dasan of Avirim challenging Moshe several times afterwards. Rather, they became impoverished and thus lost their influence to be able to threaten Moshe. And this is not Noah because it's a relatively common occurrence. They're described as having died because it's one of the four situations that Abraitzer describes as equivalent to death. Anani, a Matsora, a blind person, and someone without children. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which definitely when the rabbi said that if dishonor to Kodesh Baruch can be used as a Pesach, people will use it themselves without consulting a Chochem, which is invalid, that's on Duff. Samech Good, number two. Which definitely when that person should not learn in order that he should be called Rebbe, that's on Duff. Samech Good, number three. Which definitely we have the incident of Sitkiel seeing Nebuchadnezzar eat a live hare and being made to make a netter to not reveal it, that's on Duff. Samachay. Good number four. Which stuff do we learn that any event that has a Zman Kavua, like Pesach, and one said, until the event arrives, he's forbidden until it arrives. That's on Duff. Samachov. Good number five. Which stuff do we learn that we can make a Pesach for a netter for a person based on his having to pay his wife's ksuba? That's on Duff. Samachay. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn that Dustin and Aviram were considered dead because they became impoverished? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which something about four statements Tom the can make to claim certain privileges? That's on Duff. Samach Good number eight. Which something about the man who took a netter not to marry the daughter of a Russian? It turns out that Russia died or he did Teshuvah. That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff do we discuss? One who vows Adagashamim and a three way Malchokas about the three normal dates of rainfall. That's on Duff. Samach Gimel. Good. Number 10. Which stuff do we have in if one can use a Pesach for his nether based on the covet of his father and mother? That's on Dav. Samach Dav. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zikh. Wishing you a great day and great learning.